Good evening, welcome. You're listening to Facts of Faith with me, Nayel Lupondwana, here on SFM, leading the conversation. We are together until 8 o'clock, so our question for tonight, without wasting more time, should the reading of scripture on homosexuality in the house of God be considered hate speech? Should the reading of scripture on homosexuality in the house of God be considered hate speech? In fact, how do religious books define hate speech? What exactly is considered hate speech by religious scripture? Do we even have hate speech in scripture? It sounds as though our definitions, and I say our as modern day society and literature, we don't seem to have the very same understanding of what hate speech is granted while we might have similarities in various country and state legislation we do have a common understanding of hate speech but that falls outside scripture religious organizations have different text when you read the text it seems as though it forbids even that which is permissible in the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. It would appear some texts specifically about homosexuality, it seems as though religious scriptures are forbidden even the practice. They are forbidding even the practice of homosexuality. So how do we navigate our way around this? When we're going to be talking about hate speech in scripture and what scripture says about homosexuality. But I do want us to distinguish between our conversations um, that we've had in the past about homosexuality, whether homosexuality is permissible in scripture. Our focus for tonight is hate speech. Our focus for tonight is hate speech. And whether we should perhaps even declare a certain text in the Bible to be hate speech. And if the scriptures don't talk about these texts as hate speech, while the law of the land qualifies certain speech as hate speech, should those texts be permissible in the law? Should the law allow religious organizations to use those texts, therefore? This is our question for tonight. Should religious reading of scriptures on homosexuality in the house of God be considered hate speech? I'm Nayelo Pondwana. This is SFM. You're listening to Facts of Faith. Let's begin. Across South Africa, online and on radio. SFM, let's talk. Let's let me introduce you to our guests in no particular order. We do have Sheikh Safiq, uh, Rafiq Hassan, founder and director of the Islamic Interfaith Research Institute, IFRI. Good evening to you, Sheikh, and thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us. To you, Naya, and to the listeners. Also, we do have Mamkuri Zapet, a member of the Baha'i Faith, who will be joining us in a short while, who is... Oh, Mam Zapet, are you there? Good evening. Yeah, yeah, I'm here now. Yeah. Good evening. And also, we are joined on the line by Reverend Noctula Lala, Project Officer at Sanarela. Good evening to you, Reverend, and thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us. Okay, Reverend is not here. We'll be introducing you to the Reverend as soon as she joins us on the line. Let me begin with our guests, those that we have currently. Let's begin with you, Sheikh. Sheikh, we, we are talking about the issue of hate speech. Do you have any formation of hate speech, especially with refer, with with reference to homosexuality in the Quran? Well, Naya, yeah. Let's start off by saying that uh, in the Quran, we the Quran tells you firstly it allows people freedom of religion and freedom of expression. Uh, there's no compulsion in Islam. So, based on that, uh, in Islam, you are told. Not to uh, you know uh, to be hateful in your speech to others, even if they're not of your faith and not of your value system. So the Quran is very clear on that. You know, there's a difference between I may not agree with what you do, 
but you, you do not hate. You, you, in Islam, you dislike the action, you do not dislike the person. Uh, so, for instance, in chapter 6, verse 108 uh, of the Quran, and you know, in, in, in Islam, the basic fundamental belief of Islam is there's only one God, uh, you know, in monotheism. But here in 6108, it says, do not revile, you know, others who may be living in many gods. Do not revile them, do not their gods, do not be insulting, lest out of ignorance they in return will insult God, Allah. Thus, you know, have we made alluring to people their own doing. So here we are told specifically, don't, you do not attack, you do not insult people of other faiths, other gods of other religions. Uh, and, and then you are also told if you are attacked to re- be restrained in chapter 3, verse 187, you know, you're going to hear maybe things, hurtful things about you, they will say, but if you show fortitude and patience and act righteously, that is indeed a matter of strong determination. So, uh, you know, it's not only gays and lesbians, Islam is against. Islam is against alcohol, Islam is against drugs, Islam is against adultery, uh, as many other religions, I suppose, Christianity and many other faiths. But these are the values that uh, each religion stands for, but it doesn't mean we hate the person doing it. We, we dislike or we feel that the action is not acceptable according to our scriptures. That's fairly understandable, uh, Sheikh. But my question was about hate speech. Do you have any verses in the Quran that expressly talk about certain acts being hate speech? Do you have a definition as far as your Quran is concerned yeah, well, of what constitutes okay. hate chapter speech? Chapter 4 verse 49, Naya. Yeah. If you want to, like, chapter 4 verse 49 says, Allah does not like the uttering of hate speech oh, okay. or unseeming speech, you yeah. know, in public, yeah. except on the part of the one that is wrong. Now, if you are wrong in something, but here this verse is specifically saying, do not, uh, do not, uh, you know, your speech shouldn't be one that, uh, uh, you know, is hate speech yeah, or yeah. attacking people. That's very direct. Thank you very much, Sheikh. So what is your definition? When when the Quran says Allah doesn't want people going to use hate speech, What what is hate speech as far as the Quran is concerned? Well, basically, it comes to the point where in, in, it's not only for uh, hate speech in that sense, but generally, if you'll allow me now, to speech in general, you know, we, when you talk of moral values, like we just said, you know, good to neighbors and, uh, you know, fast and it, it, as moral values, one of the values in Islam is your tongue, is the kind of speech that you engage in generally, now, not necessarily to to people you don't like or dislike or you don't like the behavior. For instance, in chapter 23, verse 3, it tells you, you know, to be a good believer, one of the the third criteria of a good believer is that he he guards his tongue. He does not resort to hateful and hurtful speech. So this is a general uh, disposition. And I'll give you one more, which the prophet peace be upon him, Betnaya, I'm talking about in terms of uh, how we must talk. Generally, now I'm talking about. So this will apply across the board. The Prophet, peace be upon him, has said that let them, he, let him who believes in God in the last day speak good or keep silent. So when you, you either speak something good, and otherwise you just keep silent. So this is the overall disposition. Your your manner of speech uh, is based on is in, is as a reflection of your belief and your moral. Uh, uh, you know, standing. So this, these are very important things. Another one is you must not be angry, you must not be unseemly in public, the one uh, I read to you earlier on. So it can be in anything, even anger now. You know, we say many things in anger, in chapter 3, verse 135, and those who suppress their anger, okay. you know, when they talk. All right. mm. Let's bring in Mamuz Pet from the Baha'i Faith. Mamuz Pet, does the Baha'i Faith have any guidance from your scriptures, whether it's the gleanings or any other text that is sacred in the Baha'i faith that would expressly mention hate speech or hate speech or or even uh, something that could be construed to or translated to mean hate speech. Okay. Uh, good evening, Naya. Good evening, listeners and your guests. Uh, we will be like singing the same song which says here. Uh, first, before I come direct to your question, uh, when you talk of hate speech, what comes to my mind, hate speech is a product of hate. That means I hate something. And the 
is no passage in any scripture, not only Baha'i, that can be read with hate. Because this, this speech, just by saying hate speech. But coming to your question, for example, Baha'u'llah in the Kitabi Akhtas talks about just as, that's why I'm saying, we'll be like singing the same song with the shake, like talking anything that is not seemly. It starts, for example, by saying backbiting, slander, and dwelling on the faults of others have been repeatedly condemned by Baha'u'llah. In the hidden words, he clearly states, O son of being, how couldst thou forget thine own faults and busy thyself with the faults of others? Who so doeth this is oppressed of me. This is Baha'u'llah saying. And here is and another passage he says, O son of man, breathe not the sins of others so long as thou art thyself in a sinner. Should thou transgress this command, oppressed wouldst thou be, and to this I bear witness. And this strong admonition is further reiterated in his last work, Baha'u'llah's work, the book called The Book of My Covenant. He says, Verily I say, the tongue is for mentioning what is good, defile it not with the unseemly talk. God has forgiven what is past. Henceforward, everyone should utter that which is meek and seemly and should refrain from slander, abuse, whatsoever causes sadness in men. All right. And lastly, before just uh, uh, regarding now, whatever, whatever reason, let's say I choose to read, or I don't know why, what would be the intent, because the question would be, what is the intent? Whether it's regarded as haste. One guiding scripture that would help me in some of the tablets that were revealed uh, by Baha'u'llah after the Kitab Akdas, there is one which says, O army of God, beware lest he harm any soul, or make any heart to sorrow. Lest he wound any man with your words. Be he known to you, or a stranger. Be he friend or foe. Pray ye for all. Ask ye that all be blessed. All be forgiven. Beware, beware, lest any of you seek vengeance, even against one who is thirsting for your blood. Beware, beware lest he offend the feelings of another, even though he be an evildoer, and he wish you ill. And it goes on. The point is, Yanil, there is no scripture, nothing saying hate speech is accepted and could be said under any other circumstances yeah. as Sheikh had explained. Got it. Thank you very much, Mr. Better. Appreciate that. Let's bring in the Reverend, I'm told now the Reverend has joined us, uh, Reverend Nogtula Dala, Project Office at Sanarela. Good evening, Reverend, and thank you very much for coming to talk to us. Good, good evening, and good evening to the listeners. Your scriptures, Reverend, do they have any express mention Forbidding or permitting hate speech. Okay. In the book of Matthew chapter 5, verse 9, it talks about Christians are called for peace. We are absolutely should not be hateful in our speech, in everything that we do. We are encouraged to love one another as we love ourselves. We are loving ourselves. We love God. Hate speech is not something that is part of the package of the love of God. Um, perhaps, uh, Reverend, you, you, you might want to read the text. You said chapter 5, verse 9. Kindly read it for us. Okay. So let me... I'm, I'm, I'm reading it now. Let me chapter 5. Are you, are you still there, Reverend? Reverend Lud? Do we still have the Reverend on the line? All right, I suspect the Reverend has probably put the phone down. Let's uh, get the, the, the Reverend back on the line. Why are we still trying to get the Reverend back to give us the text, Reverend? Reverend, are you there? Reverend Lud? 
Hello. Can, Can you, you pick, hear me? Kindly pick up the phone, Reverend. Not, not put, it on, put us on speaker, please. Yes, I I am on speaker. I can I can hear you, but I'm, you're losing I'm, me. I'm asking Reverend that you do not put us on speaker so that you, we can be able to hear you nicer. I am on the line. All right. Um, let's let's try and clarify that point for the good Reverend there, um, Sheikh. So what? what yes. Now, uh, the, one of the, the, the issues we have dealt with, the issue of hate speech. Now, I'm sure you understand why we're having this conversation, because much of what has been said by people of faith about homosexuals have been uh, uh, interpreted to be hate speech. The very uh, forbidding of uh, homosexuality to some has been translated to mean uh, hate speech. <clears throat> what does the Quran say about Homosexuals. Do you have texts that speak about homosexual people? Well, uh, look, from an Islam, a Quranic point of view, an Islamic point of view, it is not acceptable. It is, you know, we, we categorize things as, like, as I said earlier on, uh, we let's use the word sin. You want to call it a sin. God has prohibited certain things. It's, it's against the commandments, if we want to use that word for our listeners. So it is one of the actions uh, that is forbidden. In Islam, you know, the, the, the Sodom and Gomorrah, the whole story of uh, the Prophet Lot, peace be upon him, and what happened there, it's full in the Quran. You know, there's so many references to this. Do, do, so, you, do you read the, the, those those verses that forbid homosexuality, uh, Sheikh? Well, you know, let me just give you, for instance, I don't know which one you want, uh, but there is so many uh, verses like that in the Quran. If I want to start off with the the Prophet Lord, uh, I think uh, in in the let me just see if I got those verses here. Now, hello to to okay, yeah. In chapter six, verse eighty-six, for instance, there's about twenty verses. So let's look at six, verse eighty-six. All right. Yeah. And uh, it, it it's it's the actions of homosexuality is condemned. Uh, by God Almighty in the Quran, and there's so many of that. Just, just read it as it is, right, uh, Sheikh. Sheikh, uh, Sheikh, are you still there? You know, he, he was good, but his wife was not uh, uh, one of him, and she was one of those that was destroyed in, uh, you know, when the disaster struck, and God punished them. So that's what it is saying there. And there's, as I said, there's so many other verses. Just in the we, Quran. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Sheikh, we, we missed that. Can you read the text again for us? Okay, I'll read it for you again. I said there are so many verses in the in the in the Quran. This one says that the Prophet Lot was saved with and those who followed him and those who carried on in their behavior, uh, including his wife, were destroyed when, when when the city was destroyed. So and then in chapter seven, verse eighty in chapter 11, verse 77, but chapter 15, verse Sheikh, I need you to read the texts. I need you to read the text that forbids homosexuality. I don't need you to narrate the story for us. Just read the text verbatim as it is read in, as it reads in the Quran. Well, well, because the... You see, and then it says, For Allah were to punish men for the wrongdoing. I'm, I'm reading now from chapter... Shake, you're, you're dipping in, in and out of audibility. We're struggling to hear you from time to time, Shake. 1561, sorry. All right, let me read it for you, man. You see, the Quran has condemned homosexuality and, and what they're doing in, in strong terms. 1561, here we go. Let me. And at length, when the messengers arrived to Lord, right, and uh, he said, you know, here are my two daughters. Why are you, uh, you know, engaging? Uh, here am I marry them, you know, in verse 71, chapter 15, verse 71. Marry my daughters, or, you know, have my, but don't be with the men. Don't in men. So it is an action that is condemned. And then God says what he did after that in 73, a mighty blast overtook them in the morning and returned 
the city upside down and rained upon the brimstones and baked clay because they were refusing to stop that bad behavior. So this is what the Quran is very clear on this. All right, hold on, Sheikh. In, 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 in the reading so far was what you've read, it says nothing about homosexuality. It simply speaks about all that had been planned by God even before these men said they wanted to have sex with these, with these angels. There was a plan for the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah before the angels came. They came to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Because and we are not... of the homosexual behavior, now. But it doesn't say that in your verses there. It says so. It says, that's why it says. It, he says, it, it says clearly there, you, you are, why are you with men and here's my daughters? But, and you know, this is not right what you think. That's what the verse is saying, now. Uh, so, sh- why did God destroy the city then? Before All the verses are referring to that. Oh, Sheikh, when, when the men came to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, there had the not angels, been any... Yeah. The angels. They, they, right. There was no conversation between Lot and these men. I'm looking for a text where it's going to speak about no, homosexuality. There was. Uh, this, the Quran is very clear on this. Uh, Read the verse then, Sheikh. You see, the Quran is very clear on, on this. There's the no verse, issue Sheikh. about it. Yeah, let me... I tell you, uh, let me give you the, another verse then, uh, if you want to say, this is very clear, uh, I mean, as to why uh, they were destroyed. Uh, they were destroyed because of the homosexual. I mean, this, there's, no, uh, there's no doubt about what the Quran says about this thing. Uh, you Read just the, want to, I need, what, that's I, why the angels came. Now, let me give you another verse. Let's see what this verse says. You want a specific verse? Uh, 2839. Let me right. read it for you. Go ahead, Reverend. Uh, okay, let me see. Uh, 28 verse 30. Uh, is this the one? Let me just quickly check now. All right, while I, you're checking, I want to bring in Mama's Peter as well. Yeah, Mama, I'll, get the, I'll get the right verse for you now. When that's you all come right. Back to that's you. all right. Mama's Peter, do you have, do you have uh, guidance as far as homosexuality in the Kitabiyak does or the gleanings or whatever um, that would specifically speak about homosexuality? Uh Okay, hi now. Yes, ma'am. What we we have in the Kitabi Akdas, it is listed under the prohibitions, but there is no exact text written. If you go to the code and uh, to to the code and synopsis, you will find homosexuality listed there under prohibitions. All right, read 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 the, where it 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 is listed, Mum's pet. If you, uh, okay, it's, um, okay. all right, you're it also going to find it. Okay, it, what? It is, okay, let me just find it. All right, go ahead, find it. Uh, let's try and get uh, the Reverend back. Reverend, are you there? Yes, I am back. All right, uh, go ahead, Reverend. Okay. In, in the book of Horsiah, chapter 4, verse 4, Hosea, Hosea chapter 4, okay. Hosea chapter 4, verse 4. Yet let no one contend and let no one accuse, for with you is my contention, O priest. Uh, And then we find the scripture in James chapter 2, verse 13. Reverend, Reverend, just, just, yes. are we still on speaker, Reverend? It's it, it's it, there's an echo in our conversation as you're speaking. There's no, an echo. I'm, I'm not. I'm on the phone. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, but it's painful in the ear, Reverend. I'm I'm wearing headphones, so the sound is directly into my ear. Go ahead, go ahead, Reverend. Okay. In James chapter two, verse thirteen, it speaks about for judgment. You know that when we judge other people. We cannot judge other people because that is considered a hate speech. God is the only one who can be able to judge read, us. Read the text, Reverend. What does the text say? Okay. I am reading it. Can you hear me? Yes, go ahead, Reverend. Can you hear me? I can, Reverend. Go ahead. Um, Reverend, I am able to hear you. You may continue, ma'am. Okay. 
Reverend, are you there? I am not hearing you. You can continue reading, Reverend. I can. I am able to hear you. All right, Joey, just, just uh, the, the, the Reverend can't hear me. All right, let's try again with the Sheikh. Sheikh? Sheikh? Yes, I'm here, Naya. All right, okay, go Okay, here's, here's the other verse you're looking for, Naya. Yeah, go ahead. All right, now, you know, when this, uh, here's God now is specifically saying uh, that uh, the people were, uh, the, what they were indulging in, the homosexual behavior, was sin. God describes it as sin in the Quran. Just read the text, uh, Sheikh. All right, I'm going to read it for you, right? Uh, uh, in, in 15, chapter 15, verse 58 uh, Abraham you know the angels also went to Abraham also in the, according to the Quran uh, because they were contemporaries Lot and Abraham and when they came to Abraham they said what then is the business of which you are come so they said we have been sent uh, by God to destroy a city whose people are indeed sin the people of Lut except those who followed Lot we are certainly charged to save him and those who believe in him, and it also his wife who is not following him, they will be among those who will be destroyed. So the verse is clear. We have been sent to destroy a people who are committing sin, which was the homosexuality. The way that Quran it, is it doesn't clear. say homosexuality there, uh, uh, Sheikh. Yeah, look, you got to obviously this, but uh, that's exactly what they were indulging in. That's why he said when they came here, my daughters, if you read further in verse 71, yeah. right, he says, don't disgrace me. You further down when they came to Lot now, right? Uh, Sheikh, what I'm what trying to... Uh, what, what I'm that, that trying to was the sin. What I'm trying to get to, Sheikh, is yeah. the, the the mention of homosexuality, not the, the the interpretation. You seem to be extrapolating from what they're saying, meanings that are not in the text. I need a text. All right, so, that so would, what, when he says, here are my daughters, why are you with men? What does that mean now? You, 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 can, you, 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 can, you can draw your meanings, whatever you want to draw meanings there, Sheikh. But you, again... You, you, you see, the term homosexual is a, is a modern term. I understand. I'm not even yeah, looking for... So, so we're homosexual. talking about the fact that they were having sexual relations with men. That's what the, the Quran is saying. Now, For you want to give the Quran doesn't use the word homosexual, but it's very clear that they were uh, they were uh, having relationships with men and not with women. So what what you want to call the Quran? Does, does so the, you are right. The Quran doesn't use the word homosexual, my, but it's clearly what it is saying. My interest is it's not even the word, uh, Sheikh. My interest is the practice, the orientation. My question is: Does the Quran even say men sleeping with men? Because you do find some translations yes. of scriptures yes. saying men no, sleeping with men it, as it, with it's women. It's very clear on that. You prefer read men to women. It says that. Read, so, read that part, uh, Sheikh. So, uh, We've lost the Sheikh again. All right, then. Uh, no, here's another one. For those, look, chapter 7, verse 81, okay, right? Go ahead. Now, here's a clear one that you're asking for, Naya. Yeah. Chapter 7, verse 81 and 80. We sent to Lut. Right, we sent Lord to his people. Do you commit lewdness such as no people on creation ever did commit? 81. For you practice your lust on men in preference to women. You are indeed a people transgressing beyond bounds. Now, what's more clear than that now? Okay. All right. Let's let's talk about that. That's text. a clear verse. Yeah. Let's talk about that text. Um, you are beyond transgressing beyond all bounds because you're practicing your lust on men in preference to women. Now, there we go. All right. That that text is good for what I was uh, hoping to achieve there, um, uh, uh, Sheikh. Okay. The Human Rights Commission, the South African Human Rights Commission, has got a definition that I was hoping that you would um, uh, 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 contend with. Right. Um, just um, I'm looking for that definition. There you go. All right. Um, this is uh, the, the, the hate speech information sheet. Uh, from the Human Rights Commission that I'm reading from, right. and th that's the South African Human Rights Commission, and I'm going to read their definition under the heading, What is Hate Speech? Mm -hmm. Hate speech may be defined as expression which goes beyond mere insults or offensive language and which may infringe the dignity of certain persons or groups. Full stop. That's what the mm -hmm. South African Human Rights uh, Commission defines to be hate speech. And this is right. taken from the South African Constitution that dictates that 
people must be treated equally. As far as the Constitution is concerned, speaking about people who are oriented differently from you, such as the homosexual community or the LGBTIQ community, that's hate speech. How do you uh, respond no, to that? Uh, uh, yes, uh, uh, there's an exemption to that act. I've gone through the act, Naya. Yeah, uh, if, you, if you look at the, the, the Crimes Hate Bill, the, the Combating Hate Crime and Hate Speech Bill of South African Law, 21st of uh, you know, October 2018, where you're reading from the Hate Speech Act, there's an exemption to that. And the exemption says very clearly, uh, I've got it right here, the fourth exemption is that I'm reading for you, the bona fide interpretation of proselytizing or espousing of any religious tenant, belief, teaching, doctrines, or writings, right? So long as it does not advocate hatred that can lead to incitement or cause harm. Okay. So you can, you can, you can, you can say you can based on your religious belief that you don't accept that action, but you're not saying it out of hate. Yeah. It to incite. You can carry on with that. You have a right to carry on however you want to your sexual orientation. The the, the act says, but you as if it's you as your religious belief, you have a right to say you do not accept that. It's not hate speech. Yeah. I, I do not like drunken driving. Yeah. It doesn't mean I hate drunken driving. Yeah, I, yeah. I can say I'm opposed to it, but okay. it doesn't mean it's hate speech. Okay. All right. Thank you very much, Sheikh. Uh, let's bring in again <laughs> Mama's bed. Mama's bed, did you find your verse? <laughs> Yeah, okay, now, the, the verse in Kitabi number 107, yeah. the, it says, we shrink, we shrink for very shame from treating the subject of boys. And this is in English, but if you go to the original uh, translation in, uh, from, uh, it was revealed in Arabic, and the context of the word boys, in its Arabic original, the, in, in the, 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 it, it involves the implication of mm, same-sex uh, having an in, uh, interest in others. But this, again, is put under that Kitari in 09 in, with other laws because the whole thing is based under marriage, where one should not marry father's wife, should marry, not marry same-sex. And then the interpretation, which I know you won't like, is given later by the by Shoji Stanley on this whole, no, this Kitabi note from Bahá'u'lláh uh, about uh, we shrink very for, very, for very shame from treating the subject of boys, which includes homosexuality. He goes on saying, Hear ye be merciful, all peoples of the world, Commit not that which is forbidden, you which you, which we have forbidden you in our holy tablet, and be not of those who rove deceitfully in the wilderness of their desires. All That's right. the only relevant text, but there is an interpretation of or an explanation, not interpretation. I'm saying wrong, an explanation of this note by Shogi, saying where the term homosexuality comes in. All right. But again, uh, uh, to me, as Sheikh said, this might, as it might have, it's no business of anybody to use it as a hate speech or, or say it, like I said in the beginning, what is your intent? When you read this, what is your intention? Do you want to hurt someone or are you driven by hate itself? Yeah. That one is against any scripture. All right. That's that's my point. All right. All right. Got it. All right. I'm going to take a break and come back. I'm going to try again and bring in the reverend. It's important that we get the Christian perspective. It would seem as though our line is not kind to us from uh, the reverend's side. Um, let's try again shortly after this. on SAFM. Let's try the reverend once again. Hopefully the line will be kinder to us this time around. Reverend Vadla, are you there? Yeah. Yes, I am here. All right. Go ahead, Reverend. Okay. I want to read, I think uh, it's James, chapter 2, verse 13. It speaks about talk and act like a person expecting to be judged by the rule that set us free. Is that all, Reverend? 
For if you refuse to act kindly, you can hardly expect to be treated kindly. Kind mercy wins over harsh judgment every time. So I will say that uh, that question around uh, hate speech, that uh, yes, I I would say yes, uh, reading of the scripture on homosexuality in the house of God to be considered hate speech if it's used to condemn someone or to to shame someone. That what what do your scriptures say about homosexuality, Reverend? I beg you? What do your scriptures say about homosexuality? Okay. So when you read, uh, we have almost seven uh, scriptures that uh, are used against homosexuality. So I, I think I want, you know, I will elaborate more on the, the, the famous story of Sodoma and Gomorrah. So we always hear about how uh, this scripture has been... Uh, no, 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 no elaboration, yes. just read the text there, Evan. We just need the text. Okay, that Genesis chapter 19, verse uh, 1 to 14, the story of Sodoma and Gomorrah. I, I need no. the text where it forbids homosexuality there, Reverend. The text that says? That forbids homosexuality. The story in and by itself does not speak about yes, homosexuality. It, it, does, it, it doesn't. I was just going to say that is the story that has been used. That doesn't say anything about homosexuality, but it has been used many times in churches. And it has been preached as if that is, that is what the Reverend, I need, I need the texts that speak about homosexuality. Okay. So, I am trying... Uh, so, there's, I'm, I've said before that there's seven texts, and I'll, I'll just pick up one. So, some uh, around Genesis chapter, the story of uh, this creation story. That story, uh, every time it's been used... Uh, Reverend, it doesn't say, Reverend, it doesn't please forgive me. We we the, are running the, out of time, Reverend. Tag. Reverend, I'm saying that these, Reverend, these are the, the scriptures. Reverend, that yes, we are running out of time. It's 17 minutes now before eight. We need you to get to the text. I need you to read the text. Don't explain it. Just read it as it is. Okay. So I I will read um, from from one. Leviticus chapter chapter 18, verse 22. It speaks about... Uh, Just read it, Reverend. Just read it. Yes. yes. Leviticus chapter 18, verse 6. You shall not lie with a man as one lies with a female. It is an abomination. A similar verse occurs... Continue, uh, continue in, with that one. Continue with that one. It doesn't stop there. It, it, it goes further. Go ahead. Okay. Then it says, a man who sleeps with another man is an abomination and should be ex- ex- executed. That is what uh, the in, then the interpretation becomes. No, 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 no. Homosexuality in it. No, that no. is what I'm, I'm trying to explain. That these are the scriptures that have been used many times. We know, we know, Reverend. We know. I just need you to, to respond to this question now. Is that okay. not hate speech? Isn't it? Is that not hate speech, Reverend? It is a, a hate speech on my... Oh, oh, that I can agree. It is a hate speech because it has been read and words have been added in, 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 into the scripture that says it condemns homosexuality. In my own ways of saying that that is how we as Christians have been reading this scripture, misinterpreting many other scriptures that are in the Bible. The story of Sodoma and Gomorrah has been said so many times no, that Reverend, you're leaving, no, homosexualities no. are, you know, Reverend, the, the story doesn't talk about homosexuality. Reverend, I, I, need yes. us, I need us to stick to the text that you have read right now. We have agreed yes. that Sodom yes, and Gomorrah does not mention okay. I need us to stick to this text that says homosexuals must be executed. Now, the question that I want to ask as far as our topic for today, should the reading of scripture on homosexuality in the house of God be considered hate speech? Your answer is yes. Did I understand you well? Yes. Therefore, that text must be removed from your Bible. Yes. All right. 
So why do you believe in that Bible, Reverend? <laughs> so I believe that the Bible is the love of God, and I believe that the Bible was written. There's a history of things that are shared, the context and the language that was used here. There's things that in the they are in the Bible that we don't use today. I can make one example of the verse in Deuteronomy. No, 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 let's no, 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 let's not go there. Let's. I need you to respond to the question there, Reverend, kindly. Why yes. then, if you believe that the text does not belong in the Bible, why do you preach from that? Why do you even believe in that Bible? Because according to your 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 theology as Christians, you believe that's the inspired word of God. Yes. You are a reverend today because you went to a seminary that spoke to you and taught you that that is the inspired word of God. When God yes. gave Moses the instruction in the book of Leviticus concerning homosexuals, you are effectively suggesting that God was wrong for saying that. Therefore, no, no, no. there are certain things there, said by God that should be removed from the answer because God is there, wrong. There are things that were written by people. There's things that, yes, we say God is... Leviticus yes, 18 was, a, God, Leviticus 18 was instructed by God to Moses. There are in the Bible that were written by human beings. Reverend, we're talking and, about this one. We're talking about yes. this one. This one is an instruction by God to Moses. God says, tell the people, when you read the, the, the book of, of yes. Leviticus, almost every other chapter, it says to Moses, tell the people of Israel. So this is an instruction by God to Moses for Moses to instruct the people of Israel. So now yes. you're saying that God was wrong. That thing that God was saying was hate speech. God is full of hate speech, according to you. No, no, no. I didn't say that God is full of hate speech. I'm saying that the Bible was written by human No, 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 Reverend. You're not listening to the question. The question is about that text. By your admission, that text is hate speech. That's what you said. You said yes. that text is hate speech. It's hate now, speech, and, yes. that, and that text comes from God. It didn't come from people. No, 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 no. There's things that I hear that come from God that... Even today, we're not we're not using them. No one owns Reverend? slaves now, but it's in the Bible. Reverend? That is what I'm Reverend? trying to, to Who wrote to, to, that text? Who gave? Who came up with that that notion that people who are homosexuals must be stoned? People that are. Can you repeat that? I who? That. Where did that come from? That instruction for people who are homosexuals to be stoned, to be executed. Where did that instruction come from? Who gave that instruction? We find it in the Bible. Who in the Bible gave that instruction, Reverend? Who gave the instruction? Yes, Reverend. For, for, for it to be here. Yes, Reverend. That, it, because it doesn't, we don't kill people today. Reverend, who gave we the don't, instruction? We don't, we, we, like, I'm trying to explain. No, Reverend, I don't need you to explain. I need you to answer the question. Who gave the instruction? Right there, verse 1 and 2 explains exactly who. Read it if you're uncomfortable to say it from your own hat. Verse 1 and 2, same chapter. Read it, Reverend. Verse 1. Verse 1 and 2. What does verse 1 and 2 in that very same chapter? Read verse it, 1 it, and 2, Reverend. Moses, uh, God gave Moses the instruction. That's right. Now, yes. according to you, that instruction that God gave to Moses is a hate speech. Isn't it? That's what you said, Reverend. That instruction yes. is hate speech. According to you, God was speaking hate speech to Moses. According no. to me, the way it has been written... It is a hate speech. Yes, I can say that. All right. And yes, as I'm saying that, there's many other things that follows that verse that are being condemned that we are not using today. Yeah, that's so that's that's I that's another story. There are things that are here no, that Reverend. have been read and misinterpreted, and then we we say we then say this is what God said. That verse is Is that verse yes, misinterpreted? There are things that Reverend. are here that are written that the Bible says the word of God says. Reverend, the same way that God there was, was no interpretation here. About, 
Yes. Reverend, no one interpreted that verse. You read it as it is. To talk about interpretation... I was trying to explain that's, that's to you. That's exactly my objection, Reverend. I made a point of not allowing any interpretation for us to talk about okay. the text only from all of my guests, from the Sheikh, from Mamuz Pete, even from you. I never allowed yes. any room for interpretation so that we don't get hung up on interpretations. Just the Trump. text as it is. Just hold the thought. Um, Sheikh, I'm going to take a break yes. just now. When I come back, I want to give you the opportunity to, to take your parting shot because I'm told you have to go right now. Just hold the thought. Hashtag SAFM Facts of Faith. Here we go. We're doing our rounds now. We're going to begin with Sheikh before he leaves. Sheikh, go ahead. Okay, just to round up. Well, you know, from an Islamic perspective, Naya, we are clear that homosexuality is not acceptable. But it's like how other sins. It's a sin like murder. It's a sin like sin like child molestation in the Quran. But it doesn't mean like it's hate speech. And then the Quran gives the people the right to to follow it or not to follow it. There's no there's no punishment uh, in the Quran for or killing for homosexuality. Uh, as the Act also says, the Crime and Hate Speech Act has an exemption to people with religious beliefs that we, we don't accept it, but we don't call it hate speech. We don't uh, condemn you. We don't lead to, mustn't lead to violence and incitement. And I will end with a Quranic verse, chapter 2, verse 256. There's no compulsion in religion. In chapter 10, verse 99, if you're Lord has enforced his will. Show you all of you on earth would have believed together. Will you then force people to become believers? God has left people to make choices. And the last verse is chapter 18, verse 29. Oh, prophet, this is the truth from your Lord. So let him who wants to follow it, follow it. And who does not want to follow it, they shouldn't follow it. So in Islam, as much as we uh, we don't accept, we regard homosexuality uh, as a sin, but it's not that we don't hate, we don't lead to uh, to violence. They are left, uh, you know, their choice, and uh, and this is the Islamic position. All right, thank you very much, Sheikh. We always appreciate okay. you coming through and talking to us. Thank you. Have a wonderful evening, Sheikh. All right, I'm going to give Mama's better the opportunity to give her a parting shot. Mama's better, go ahead. You've been listening. Your parting shot. Okay. Uh, as from the Baha'i perspective, hate speech is not allowed, and whatever is forbidden or people see it as a sin or whatever, I'm not even qualified to call these sins, those things that are forbidden, but uh, God uh, uh, has given us a chance that we should always look at our own shortcomings first before we presume to condemn the faults of others that we must not consider ourselves superior to our neighbors. We must be careful not to exalt ourselves lest we be humiliated. This is Baha'u'llah. And also, in one of the prayers revealed by Baha'u'llah, I said, God exalted be his glory. We should not the humiliation of his servants. Whether people are homosexuals, there is clear guidance as Baha'is how we deal with people who we think are different from others, like people who are homosexual. But cannot hate them, and hate speech cannot be read under whatever circumstances at any space. All right. All right. Thank you very much, Mom. It's better. Really appreciate you coming through and talking to us. Let's try again with uh, the Reverend Lala. Reverend, you're listening to your contemporaries. Um, uh, before I, I give you a parting shot, I wanted a few questions with you because you need to clarify a few points. When we're talking about um, your scriptures, you sound as though you are not convinced that all scripture is god breathed all the inspired word of god am i am i getting the correct sense yes all right so when you were at the seminary and you qualified to be a, a reverend um did you state that i do not believe in the whole bible i believe in some parts of the bible as as i come out from that uh, uh studying i realized that there were certain things that I just don't don't make sense, and it's okay to reread and understand with yeah. an understanding. Okay. So yes, I believe the Bible is the word of God, but I also believe that human beings were, were, wrote the Bible, and there are things that are in the Bible that, if we sit and try to understand with our own human uh, understanding, we might miss many things, and the fact that. The Bible has been translated many, many, many times, and certain things have have moved and missed. 
what uh, was the original from the original text. So I take things and reread and do the contextual Bible studies because there's history, there's language, there's context, there's you know there's different things that you know when you read not one verse that says this is what it says, but follow and understand where things are coming from. So as then they make a, 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 a context. Yes, I am a Christian, and I am a proud Christian, but at the same time, I reread things, and I don't want to take things out of context. Like the same scripture that has been used many times, and so many times that people don't realize that the story of Sodoma and Gomorrah doesn't begin in, in, in chapter 19, but there was a conversation, and we all know that whatever Reverend, that Reverend, thing that Reverend, let, Let's not go back to Sodom say, and Gomorrah. Yes. I, I understand that you would love to talk about Sodom and Gomorrah, but we have agreed that uh, it, it is not relevant for the purpose of our conversation. Let's, let's, yes. let, let's talk about uh, the text that you quoted, because you quoted the text in Leviticus. Do yes. you... Do, is is it your view that that text was not God? It is not God who said that. Okay. Yes, it is my view because you know when you read all there's a you know from the history that there's certain things that we can group them into the holiness code, where the Israelites were moving from one place to another. And along the way, they were going to meet different kinds of people, different kinds of, you know. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Reverend. You didn't answer my question. My question was, is it your view that in spite of you having read verse 1 and verse 2 of the very same chapter, that that chapter was not written, that instruction was not given by God? The instruction was meant for the Israelites during the time when they were leaving Egypt to the promised land. Reverend, is it your view that 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 instruction was not given by God? Who gave the instruction, Reverend, in your belief? We have agreed now, we have read the text, as far as the text is concerned, God gave the instruction to Moses. But in your view, who gave that instruction? The instruction was given by God for Israelites during that time. That time. Oh, that is so what I'm saying. Where where does it say it's only for that time? Where where in the Bible does it say that instruction was only for that time, Reverend? Okay. It's just because you, you don't want me to make references of the things that are in the Bible that are I not working to, for I, us today. I, I need you to give so, us so the text, it, it Reverend. It makes sense that there are things for the times, uh, there are things, the context, it's very important. So is there is there a text that gives you that or are you basing it purely on your interpretation of the context? Is there a text that says this was purely for that time? It is not written there. Okay. I'm saying so it's not it's not written there, but I was just going to say that there's other things that we discover in the Bible that are there that says like if, you know, uh, uh, one scripture, can I read one scripture? In Deuteronomy chapter 22, verse 13, verse, uh, chapter 22, uh, verse from 13 to 21. I'm just going to read one thing. No, it says, no, it, let, it let, is let, discovered it's, it's, it's good that, that the you, bride hold, is not hold, a virgin. Reverend, Reverend. The Bible demands that she All right, the Reverend doesn't want to listen. We, we, we need to end our conversation on that note. It's good that people heard that, that verse, that verse uh, there. They'll read it for themselves. My time is up. Thank you very much. To all my guests, uh, Sheikh Rafiq Hassan, Mamukuli Zipet, and also Reverend Nogtula Lala. We all appreciate all of your, commu- your contributions from me, Nayelu Pondwana, and the team. Have a wonderful evening and Godspeed.